0: okay welcome back to the music with matt podcast i'm wes and i'm john and today's the conclusion of our conversation with lance stewart sociology phd student and what's
1: so cool is we're going to delve right back into the conversation about why people love listening to music on vinyl and so much more as well, the intersection with technology and even somewhat of a perspective on the psychological and cognitive aspects of it.
0: Let's jump right in. And even Lance, I'm, I'm curious too, like, and I know you're still sort of in the middle of this whole process and, and still kind of learning as you go, mm-hmm. but like, what are some of the the larger uh, outcomes that you've seen as people relate to technology? Like music's a yeah. big part of it and, and the creative mm. element's an interesting part of it. But I know oftentimes like there's that assumption and, and there's this sort of overwhelming like negativity around how technology yeah. has sort of right. like shaped our lives and now runs our lives in a lot of different ways. But yeah. have you seen any, any like counterbalance to that? Like,
2: yeah. There's there's a few answers I have to that. I'll, I'll see if I can keep the ball in mind as I go through them. So I would say, th- the first thing that I would say is that generally speaking, what I find most fascinating about how technology influences us, and you're right, like there's a lot of negative talk about it because there's a lot of concern and worry as to how it's going to be shaping us. Um, I think it's very easy to focus on problems because problems are easier to identify Right. than the things that we take for granted. right? right. Just by definition, we take th- certain things for granted. If things are not issues, if they've benefited us in very subtle ways, or we've shaped our lives around those changes, we're not necessarily making it like a list of all the ways in which technology has helped us. But when it goes in a way that kind of works against what we'd like to see, or we're worried about the direction it's going to go, that's easy to hyper-fixate on. Right? Right. What I find most fascinating is that in, in terms of this relationship between technology and our everyday lives or just how we appreciate music and our relationship with music, is that as we we learn from technology what is possible, right? We see these new technologies come out. and what's what's really fascinating to me is that there's for most of us, there's kind of like a um, I don't know what kind of wording or imagery I'd like to use here, like like kind of like a void or like a wall that's right up to what we know now. And because most of us are not, you know, we're not designers in some way, we're not trying to, we're not software engineers, we're not trying to find new modes of, of doing things. And so we just learned what's up to now. But when we look back and we look to earlier ways in which we used to listen to music and we compare it to now, we go, that is so inconvenient that mm, right. I would never go through all the steps to do right, that ever right. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I find most fascinating is that as we learn more about technology, what we really take for granted is how the way in which we view our lives is shaped by what is possible through those technologies. Hmm. So in terms of, for example, digital music, we've gotten so used to music being portable, being easily integrated into our everyday lives, that we don't really think about how maybe we commute differently based on how we integrate music, how we work out and exercise differently based on how we integrate music. We tend to think of it the other way around because we tend to focus, understandably, on our own perspectives. We think, I'm the one who's deciding this, I'm the one who's doing Mm. this, without realizing all the ways in which the path that you really just see in front of you is your view, but it's shaped by what you think is possible. And that's very much to do with technology.
1: Absolutely, because I think like, Uh, One of the conversations we had recently is this notion of how sometimes you can find yourself if you're listening to music and you're just like, wow, I feel like I'm in a movie and this is the soundtrack to my movie. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a phenomenal thing. And that's like a sort of transcendental experience that can occur when listening to music. But sort of to reiterate what you've said, it's like, yeah, well, you know, sure, you might. Um, shun certain aspects of new technology and things like that But because of this new technology You're able to just walk around and do your day-to-day thing And have yeah. this like soundtrack of music to accompany you yeah. And it's like without this these advancements in technology You know, that wouldn't be possible And Even thinking about yeah. like the Discman example mm. It's like maybe you would go to do that And they're like, oh Oh, it's skipping. It's skipping, yeah. Or like you're listening to a tape cassette and you're like, ooh, oh, and that's eating the ribbon of the tape. Like, right. there it there goes. Or like,
2: or like, I want to listen to this song and I've got to like mm, try to go fast forward through it and right. stuff like and that. Right, and things with the tapes, like that. Yeah. Whereas
1: you're like, oh, if you really like an album, like in your internet connection is not there, it's like you can just download it yeah. and then you can still just listen to it. And it's on this like small device that's in your pocket and like connected with headphones that maybe you don't even need. Like, it's not even connected with a wire anymore. Right. It's just like all of yeah. these advancements that create yeah. this like fluidity to your day to day, like, life and 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 how you just like consume music like you said yeah it's a very interesting i i really appreciate that perspective because it's like you're right it's so easy to just focus on oh well technology does too much of this so that's a bad right. thing and stuff like yeah. that but you're like yeah but you haven't really realized like all of these things in this periphery of your experience and your and your day-to-day existence yeah that have positively affected mm-hmm. um you know your your life and and in this context how you consume music you know yeah yeah that's that's super interesting and and it, that also makes me think too about how um back to that point of kind of even like the vinyl heads who really love vinyl still appreciate streaming music and accept it as just being part of that like experience yeah. and that day-to-day well
2: life. when you love music you just want more of it mm-hmm. of like course, you're not just yeah. going to
1: stop because it's not
2: physically there it's yeah. like well i, I still want to do yeah want to listen to it i think another important thing to kind of say about this and kind of like you know going on that that um you know, the beginning of the question you were talking about or asking about in terms of the the negative effects of technology that is very easy to focus on. And I think, you know, the fact that, you know, vinyl music hasn't just disappeared, that it's continuing to rise, that it's so popular amongst people of all age groups, that I think it's... It's a bit more, like if I'm being mean, it's a bit more on the alarmist scale. If I'm being more reasonable, it's like an understandable concern of how technology affects, you know, you hear all the time in terms of like attention span. Right. And you know, how people just want, you know, and I really think people are taking what digital music can do and just really going too far with the possible consequences of that, because mm. if that were true, then why is it that the, the fastest growing you know format is vinyl? Right. And that, you know, it's growing fast, even among young age groups that a lot of people tend to be alarmist about. Right. Right. Um, When I talk to younger people, the only thing that really stopped them from maybe getting into vinyl when they were a teenager is the issue that we all had as teenagers, money. Right. Right. Like you can't afford it. Right. And on that same note, when it comes to something like copyright infringement and piracy, um, it's understandable why it's highest among teenagers and people in the early 20s. But it has dropped off dramatically over the last 10 years. Like when I started my PhD, my first interest was in copyright infringement. I'm very fascinated by like, mm. what are the conditions that lead to people wanting to pirate music and pirate other, you know, other media. And talking to people now in my interviews and asking them, almost everyone I've talked to has copyright infringed at some point in time. they sure. pirated music at some point in time. I think most of us have, um, except for like the much older generations that I talked to, they, they didn't really kind of get into that. But nobody does anymore. And when I ask them, everyone has the same simple answer. It's like, well, why would I? Mm-hmm. Like, right. why go through all those steps? It's like, yeah, sure, it's free, but like the convenience of accessing anything I want, tracking what I want, making playlists, Mm -hmm. getting an algorithm, all sorts of different facets that essentially, you know, current services are better than piracy. Meanwhile, and this is more of my hypothesis in like the early 2000s into like the early 2010s, I think it was more that as I was saying before, as we learn from technology of what's possible, we raise the bar of our expectations of what we think should happen. Hmm. And if the industry falls behind or it has difficulty catching up to those expectations, then I think it's something like piracy becomes more, you know. Worth more, more valuable to people. Right. Looking back, we're like, well, the inconveniences of piracy are just too much now right. because, like, te- like services have surpassed that. Right. You can instantly access it; you can get it when you want. And yes, there's a monthly fee, but it kind of proves that piracy, for most people, was never really about money. Outside of teenagers who can't afford it, and people from other countries who can't afford, you know, the ten dollar a month mm-hmm. Spotify mm-hmm. or you know Apple Music amount. That for the rest of us, it was never really about price because if it is about price then no one would be buying Spotify even today right like right. you could easily mm-hmm. pirate whatever you want mm-hmm. people do it because it's a
0: better service and it's worth the money right so yeah interesting that's that's a fascinating point and and you know I, I I totally see the validity to it like even even something with like YouTube that is essentially free if you're willing to sit through a couple ads right you can right. you can access any song music video anything you, you could ever want right mm-hmm. and, and again build playlists and find new music that way and all those things and it's and it's pretty accessible yeah and and that's
1: like an example of just like the uh the technology and the the positive presence of it as well and um i would be curious to know just and again this may be too broad and feel free to sort of you know if you can't really answer this one that's okay but you know we have very very moderately touched upon this notion of sort of like the cognitive impacts of technology and Mm -hmm. then And I would be curious to know just if from from the responses that you've had from people what this sort of cognitive relationship would be like perhaps maybe in relation to consuming music through a streaming service i.e like through this new technology and then maybe um, as the the sort of antithesis to that the idea of like consuming it with vinyl which as we've said is sort of the opposite in, in all accounts right yeah. Um, I'm not sure if maybe you could speak to again, like just this, this, um, the, the cognitive role <laughs> or impact rather that maybe, yeah. um, like technologies have had <clears throat> and maybe perhaps more specifically within consuming music, you know? Yeah.
2: I'm not sure. Like there's, there's a lot to, to kind of dive into when it comes to the cognitive elements because it it really depends on if we're looking at, as we kind of mentioned before, the low-hanging fruit when people talk about technological impact is like attention span, right? Of course. And all these other things. But outside of those kind of cognitive things, which I don't think holds a lot of weight considering that everyone that I talk to, yes, the ease and access and just like, you know, the way in which you can really take for granted when you're listening to music using something like Spotify, Apple Music, other types of digital services, um, but you know the, the fact that people still want to sit down and listen to vinyl, or even if they're they're not really someone who listens to vinyl, to give music that attention, it kind of demonstrates that that's really not the kind of impact the technology has. Right. And I think it makes a lot of sense when you consider that, like, to anybody, and and I think anyone would like resonate with this. The point of listening to music is not to easily access something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The point of listening to music is to feel something right right? to like experience that music to listen to it right and so you know that commands different amounts of attention depending on if you want in the background if it's in the foreground like if you're actively listening to it or if you're just adding it to whatever you're doing but it makes sense that you know attention span or really trying to like, you know, going at it as quickly as you can is not the end all be all because that's not why people listen to music. And so it makes sense that it's like people who love music will dedicate time to it. Like like we do with anything in our lives, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you love something enough, right? Like just because this might not be a good comparison to make, but like just because you enjoy McDonald's on occasion doesn't mean that you don't like good food anymore, right? right? (laughs) Like sometimes you want it because you're like, I just want to get that. But like right. that, like fast food doesn't replace good food. Right. Fast mm-hmm. music, fast
1: technology doesn't replace a good experience. It's right? just a facet it's, of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that's very interesting. And um, and also, you know, you kind of said about said this earlier as well. It's just like so interesting how, you know, so many people listen to so much like different music, but there's just like right. such a such a, a broad and um and like a broad appreciation for it. And it's just like, like you said, where it's like, well, it's not about, I don't listen to music because of how easy, easily I can access this song. Right. Uh, there's th- that intentionality behind it where you're like, no, I want to, you know, chase that emotion. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm feeling a certain way and I want to stay within this emotion, it's just like that's, and that also is just like such an interesting thing. And, and for what Wes and I do, where, you know, obviously we we basically help folks, best case scenario, we help folks create their own music and help them record it and things like that. And it is just such a lovely thing where so many people listen to so many different types of music, but we all appreciate in this like the fact that it's sort of this emotive language that yeah. we we can, we can quote unquote speak by listening to
2: music. Right. right. And so the more that you dive into that and think about that, the more kind of just commonsensical it is that vinyl is so popular and remains to be so popular mm-hmm. and and how, you know, this this idea of of new formats new technological advancements they offer different ways of experiencing these things but the whole point of music or any other type of art is the art itself right Right. and so it can be adapted it can be used in different ways new technologies develop so now we can listen to music differently like if if we were to either go back in time or pluck someone out of time from like a hundred years ago and bring them to now mm. and be like, this is how you could experience music. Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting to see their kind of perspectives. They might yeah. think like, oh, you're really just kind of watering down the experience mm. because you really just only need to sit and watch it live and have like a you know a symphony right. or a or band a floor, or, or, or something yeah, yeah, or an yeah. orchestra kind of in front of you. It's like, well, that's, that's still true and people still love and appreciate that. People have not stopped going to concerts just because they can access music whatever they want. Very true. They haven't listened to vinyl yeah. for that reason either. Yeah. And you know, I think it's easier, as I said before, to have these concerns or to think about it this way when it comes to music because of how ubiquitous and how widely loved and appreciated music is. Right. When you compare it to other mediums, it becomes really understandable and like just easy to see that, for example, like you can Google any painting you want right now and just look at a like a like a JPEG of it. Right. That doesn't mean that you, now that you've seen that picture, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, now I don't need to go to a museum. Well, no, like looking at Mm -hmm. the piece of art itself has an experience in itself. Right. Right. If that's not an experience that appeals to you, I guess you're really not someone who likes Mm -hmm. fine art. That's cool. That's fine. Right. But that doesn't replace that experience. You can't just, you know, fast track how you appreciate art through a digital means. Right. right?
0: Yeah. And and, and that's, that's like, again, at the end of the day, the point of all of it, right, is, is, is art, but specifically music, because this is a music-based podcast, um, <laughs> it is just a, a, an avenue to emotion and feeling and, and all of those great things. And technology is, is sort of the conduit to that in, yeah. in so yeah. many different ways, yeah. right? Um, and, and I think, you know, what, what's been really great about this conversation is that we've just really highlighted how um, technology is not necessarily a negative thing yeah right it it can it can it can help that that sort of positive outcome when when it comes to accessing um art when it comes to consuming it when it comes to interacting with it Mm -hmm. when it comes to the experiential piece or not right Mm -hmm. um or or whether it's something you know that you that you put on while you're working out and 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 just so so something a little more passive that way um but that's yeah that's this has been really really fascinating lance and um one last question, maybe that we have for you before we part ways, and this is something that is uh, a map staple on on the yes. podcast. Okay. Um, what kind of music do you listen? Yeah. To? What are you listening All to right this. now? This yeah. is okay. a real softball yeah. question. Yeah. We started with the heavy <laughs> yeah. hitters. Now you get the easy one. Before Before I answer <laughs> it,
2: I just want to say. Funnily enough, I start all of my interviews with that question. Oh, no mm. way. So I start it that way. Um, I find great. it such a fascinating question and, and a funny question to bring up yeah. because it's kind of the question that everyone's like, oh, like, what do I... Yeah. Like, the answer that you right. usually hear is like, well, I'll listen to a little bit of everything yeah. and this yeah, and that, right? So um, Or everything a, except for country. Except country. <laughs> right. <laughs> do you find that? Or, you get that response? Um, sometimes. People... I find that people rarely mention things that they won't listen to. Mm, right. And it might be because I'm I'm seeking out and I'm searching for music lovers. Right, people who listen right. to like 20, 30 plus hours a week yeah. of music. And so they're not focused right. on what they don't want. They're focused on what they love, right? Of course. But that is the common answer is everything but country or metal. Mm-hmm. But on that note, I listen to metal music. Yes! Metal yes! Is, <laughs> is, is my favorite genre. Really? Generally That's speaking, amazing. Absolutely, yeah, 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 Oh, no way, um, oh. I would generally say that if I could just locate like the music that I love listening to, I love, I love listening to stimulating music. Mm, right. I love listening to music that, um, gives me tingles up the back of my neck. I guess everyone right. does, but like, that's what does it for me. Right. Uh, a piece of music that I can piece apart and break down. Um, the kind of music that like my, my partner very much dislikes. I think she appreciates <laughs> that I have such a specific interest in music, but she would never <laughs> want to listen to it out loud. And it's the kind of music that like, you know, if, Sometimes it comes up. I'm sure it's happened to you as well. Like, you're at a party and someone's like, oh, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Like, Lance, I never hear the kind of music you listen to. Why don't you put on a song? And I'm like, no, we shouldn't. It's not for this setting. And I'll put it on and they'll be frightened. And I'll be like, that's what I love listening to, right? is
1: why I opted not to do this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So That's so funny. And, um, Uh, oh, so... Yeah, we ask this question all the time. It's a great way to, especially when you're, if you're with like a new group, um, fresh set of faces and things like that. It's just like a great way to kind of get a conversation going. And I think also it acts as like a reminder to be like, yeah, we're all here because we love music. And even if people, even if you listen to totally different types of music, there's always going to be this sort of like crossover where someone's like, oh, actually, I really love that artist too. I wouldn't normally listen to that, you know, so it's great. But yeah, hands down, I find, you know, it's so common where people are like, I listen to everything. Country, and right. or, or sometimes people are like, and what's that? What's the genre with all the screaming? Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> right? You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah. and, being and I, a metal. I, I get it though. I yeah. get it though. I understand why people don't like metal. Mm-hmm.
2: It is supposed to be jarring. Yeah, and some people don't like that. I feel it's the same way with people who don't like you know like horror films. I'm like, I get it. You don't want to be scared. Right. Some of us want to feel that. Although. To compare them though, and I had a, a good conversation with one of my one of the people I was interviewing about this, who's also a metalhead, is that for those of us who really love metal, sometimes we listen to certain music because we want to be stimulated, we want to be like pumped up. Yeah. But it's not like it is for everybody else. There's a lot of metal music that actually the more stimulating it is, the more calming it is for me. Mm-hmm. Like it really 100%. kind of mm-hmm. narrows me down. Mm-hmm. Like I I I. I listen to music. I listen to metal music when I go grocery shopping. Right. I find it helps me not get overwhelmed by choices and like mm. figuring things out because that's the overwhelming part. The rest of my brain mm. is nice and quiet, just listening mm. to
1: this barrage. That's right. Going on, right? That's that's super interesting. <laughs> and, no, and I think that you're onto something there because it's like if I think of you know your standard kind of like like metalhead, someone who plays metal music, like right. and, and like dudes and bands and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like if you watch an interview with them, they're they're not as intense as the music that they play metal they like are always the nicest people you've totally. ever met and they're like yeah. i just like to hang out and play like dungeons and dragons and like you know i, sh- I shred on the guitar every now and again and stuff like that it's just yeah. like i love that and i was even saying this recently like um you know, uh, I was watching an Amana Marth documentary, and I was joking with Wes. I'm like, I just love how chill they are, and so they're chill. just like, yeah. and they like their music's not particularly aggressive, but at the same time, it's it's still metal. So, yeah. like, to your average person listening to it, I mean, like, that's pretty aggressive, and they're like, yeah, you know, like we get together and we play the guitars, and it sounds good, <laughs> so we like to play. You know, and you're it like, funny? especially
2: especially like Scandinavian metal. You yes. think they're all gonna be like
1: insane you're just like
2: no they're the most calm like yeah 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 it's so great
1: and i also love this is like a bit more specific but like having played in a metal band and like seeing metal shows is i also love it's kind of the same thing the sound check when they're when the vocalist is doing a sound check and they're like okay can we test the mic they're like yeah Okay, go ahead, and they just go, Bruh. and they go, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the contrast yeah, between exactly. like something that sounds like a coming out of a horror film, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. I and they're sure, like, Bruh, yeah. Bruh. actually, can I get a little bit more in the monitor? Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, everything sounds great. Thanks Absolutely, so much. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, So, and I gotta ask, like, what what kind of metal specifically do you like in terms of like genre or bands or something like that? Oh, so. Or what have you been listening yeah, to lately? Death is, metal, black metal. Yes, I would yes. say.
2: um, in the last year, I would say my favorite band that I've discovered in the last year. I feel bad that I didn't know them earlier. I think it's like this for every band that you discover that you're like, this is one of my new favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, how did I not know about this before? Uh, Rivers of Nile. Oh yeah, love Rivers of Nile. Um, their newest album they was the first really one, one I listened to, which um, I, I really love. I actually love how like how much more. I I don't know how to describe it. How much more stretched out and yes. paced it is. Mm-hmm. I love their 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 previous album. I don't think that was their, yeah. I think maybe the no, that wasn't the first. Their previous album to this the newest one. Um, that you know is has a lot more like individual songs that you could listen to as opposed to something that's more cohesive and strung together. Yeah. That previous album is one that I like to listen to on the go. Their newest album is one that I would buy on on vinyl because I would right. want to listen mm. to it nice. song by song. Hope How previous songs actually set up the mood you should be in mm. to feel subsequent songs. Mm. Um, and I recently got back into, I think I do this with with albums, sorry, with bands or or artists every once in a while. Um Got back into Behemoth. I hadn't listened to oh, Behemoth yeah. for a while. Um, the Satanist is just, like, obviously, like, I realize that's this kind of, like, you know, mentioning, like, a, just a common album, but, like, it's still so it wonderful. It's so, yeah. It holds up so 100%. well. Um, and my, my favorite band of all time that I go back to a lot is the Mars Volta. I, yeah. yeah. huge
1: Mars Volta. Right, okay. because that's, like, technically yeah. not metal, but that's yeah. something that just fills the...
0: There's a lot blowing going Blowing the back yeah. of your yeah. head out with yeah. the music, 100%. right? And, yeah. that,
1: and that's like the thing that I kind of joke about with metal music is it's kind of like where someone like, say, Miles Davis was was known for this sort of sparse nature of his playing. There would be mm-hmm. a lot of open space and a yeah. few notes would come in and then there would be more open space. And metal is essentially the opposite where they're like, yeah. oh, is there some available space? Well, let's throw in a drum fill. Which or let's is throw really, in some, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, even like audibly for like how it's mixed and mastered and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, left to right in your, how you consume it. It's just like yeah. every square inch of that is just consumed by a sound, right. which is amazing. Which is also what I love about that too, Um, and do you do you get the same kind of response from if you were to say listen to some more uh, like technical jazz or like do you yeah
2: yeah, okay technical jazz math rock that kind of stuff like I like the stimulating stuff and I also like you know quieter more like you know but I think for me quieter more soft less intense music is easier for something that i still want to listen to but a little bit more on the passive side rather than the active Mm. side yes that's Um, a great point you know i still want to capture a mood i still want to fill the air and fill my ears with something um when i really want to focus on music i want it to be i want to be overstimulated i really want to Mm. i want subsequent listens through to be like I didn't notice that little bit, that, that little teeny, yeah. that moment, the, in like that Easter one writes, song. Uh, yeah. That yeah. little thing that really just, and now I appreciate that element. I'm just adding another layer of appreciation to it. Absolutely. Right?
1: I, yeah. I, I totally reciprocate that sentiment. And, and even again, because like we focus in a bit more on like audio engineering is like, I love that appreciation too, where it's like, oh, you know, that one melodic phrase that you heard earlier that was in the forefront, now it's like kind of in the background and it's like pan to the right, but it's still there. And it's like, yeah, you can tick that box where you're like, oh, there's just like so much to listen to. Yeah, and it's kind of like, you know, and I realize I'm going to say this in terms of like a
2: lot of the reading that I've been doing the research that I'm writing on right now but it's like this for a lot of different artworks right like it's the same reason why like if you go to an art gallery and you're looking at this you know incredible painting it's not like the first time you view it you're like now I've seen everything you go back and you're like that's a detail I didn't notice last time right and it adds so much to it it literally colors the rest of it like it literally influences everything else that I've experienced in this painting and so with music it's the same way it's like little moments little things that you appreciate more the more you listen to it and it's the same for music that isn't as hyper stimulating right but I like the hyper stimulating yeah stuff. and for this is sure. like this
0: is the beautiful part about music because I would consider myself the opposite almost like right. faster busier stuff is is, yeah. a, is definitely more passive for me when I'm doing something or traveling yeah. or or you know um kind of on in the background whereas for me like more melodic and and um uh sort of roots rock is sort of my favorite stuff to listen yeah. to and that's a little bit more sparse and like John you just said like the the empty spaces almost for me at least, carry so much weight, right? And, yeah. And just like you notice so many little things each time you go back. But again, this is the beautiful part about art, right? Like there's, mm. we, we can look at the same thing and have two totally different perspectives exactly, um, yeah. Um, yeah. based on everything. But Lance, uh, before before we get too long here, I knew as soon as you mentioned metal, this last segment was going to Take, take quite a while but uh, uh, I'm yeah. not done yet by the <laughs> way just yeah, for the record know, we John, just got started getting going. this is the prologue to a very very <laughs> yeah, long yeah. conversation Yeah, but yeah. Um, thanks so much for being on the show we, yeah. we yeah. really really appreciate your your um, uh, findings your wisdom here and and, yeah. and just an overall great conversation you know well, I think th- th- yeah. th- things like this always just personally make me feel a little more hopeful for, for everything in the way like we yeah. interact and utilize uh, and, and, and sort of live with technology and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the benefits of it right so, yeah. so thanks for sharing that is there anything you want to plug before we before we move on any any um, I, I gotta
2: be honest I don't really have that's much cool. of anything yeah, to plug that's I'm, I'm one of those conventional you know I guess like I don't know if I would call myself an academic. I'm just a PhD mm. student. But, like, I don't really have socials that yeah. I use. I don't really have anything that's going on. No, hey. Working on my own no stuff. Problem. And, yeah. like, the, the the stuff that gets attention is in academic journals. So that's kind of outside the point. Well, that, nice. that's, that's nice. great, man. <laughs> and,
0: and and we'll definitely be in touch. Because as, as you kind of uh, navigate um, that world, like, we would love to kind of keep checking in. And for sure. in yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I would love to come back and chat about it. Absolutely,
1: that. yeah. That yeah. would be super cool, especially, like, check back in and a little bit uh and maybe somehow this these recordings will also help your you know absolutely. your longitudinal studies, right? You'd be like, here's <laughs> yeah. what I was talking about at this time, yeah. six months absolutely. later, absolutely, yeah. You know? Because
2: I'm in the, the middle of the process of kind of working through different, you know, like I have all of this data to work from and kind of identifying different interesting things that I could write about. And yeah. so what I'm focusing on right now is very much that kind of vinyl experience of what it means to kind of experience vinyl in that way and how it's yeah. kind of irreplaceable in its own self. But like, yeah, as new kind of papers develop, I'd love mm. to come back and chat about
1: that. Yeah, and, and again, like just to sort of, um, you know, reciprocate what, what Wes said is one thing I really appreciate about this conversation. It was like such a cool perspective for us to hear because again, we are coming from a place of, more like music creation and sort of like the recording of music and sort of helping people do that. And that's an extension of our own experiences and like what we like to do from like playing and recording music. But something that we don't often really think too, too much about is sort of that idea of like how it is people consume their music. So this conversation was amazing and it was so cool to hear these different perspectives that you've, you've gained from you know your own research and these conversations that you've had so yeah thank yeah. you again so much for being well, with us you. it was yeah. awesome man. No, uh, it
2: was it was really great to come in and chat about it you know yeah it's, it's one of those things where i sit down and I think about this all day every day as mm. I'm doing this work but like just to talk about it like this nice is to fantastic. get it off so it's, yeah it's, it's awesome great that, to just yeah. chat about it yeah. and
1: also just really quick like I guess uh, next Rivers and Al show I'll see you in the mosh pit I guess right <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess so for sure I'll just bump oh, into right. you be like hey Liz, what's up absolutely hey, your elbow hey. almost broke hey. my We're nose it, how's yeah. it going man
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there it is that's and, and, the and, funnel though yeah. on <laughs> that note thanks <laughs> for listening if anybody listening to the show kind of you know got anything from today please reach out to us on social media and yeah Uh, send some love send a comment uh, or a question Um, we'd be more than happy to kind of uh, address it next time Uh, but thanks for listening and and stay tuned for for more uh, music with